Hi everyone, welcome back to the Human Again podcast. This week, instead of diving into one topic like I normally do, I wanted to share a few different things, uh, just kind of as a set of reminders about what's involved in kind of living a healthy and happy life and just some of the things that we often forget or that we don't uh, think about as often. So hopefully one or all of these is helpful for you and whatever you're at um, as just a reminder of some of the things that can make life more enjoyable, more fulfilling. And the first I wanted to start off with is just the reminder that exercise is so important. And we often only think about it in terms of losing weight or becoming more fit or trying to look better. But in reality, there's so many different things that it helps and benefits that I think it's important for us to always come back to and realize how much it can improve other areas of life. And I've been noticing this a lot lately, just as I get back into a little bit more regular pattern of exercise. And I'm always surprised at how much more energy it gives me, how much better I feel how much it can improve my mood um, just by having regular exercise, even if it's as simple as just walking for 30 minutes or whatever it may be. It doesn't have to be super intense and you don't have to, you know, work out four hours a day, but just having a regular pattern of exercise, it does all these things. It improves mood, it improves confidence, it adds longevity to life, makes you feel better, prevents injury, just all these benefits that I think it's essential to plan that into your life. Um, And so wherever you're at, I encourage you to think about how to incorporate that and to start small. Don't feel like you have to um, do anything super intense, but even if it's just starting with five minutes a day of doing something of a walk or some push-ups or whatever it is for you, playing tennis or basketball, just find something to incorporate it and see how it improves the rest of your life as well and adds energy and confidence and just uh, uh, makes you feel better overall. And similar with that as well, I think it's important to remember how much of a difference what you eat makes into the way you feel as well. And that's something else I've noticed in that when I am just giving into convenience and am eating whatever is available or whatever uh, just tastes good and things that aren't necessarily as high a quality nutritionally, then it makes a difference and it makes me feel bad and it makes me not have energy. And just eating a little more fruits and vegetables or eating things that are fresh or that are homemade can make such a big difference in how you feel and having just a sense of satisfaction and fulfillment more than just pursuing this comfort of, you know, comfort food or things that are really greasy or not very nutritional that end up, they taste good in the moment, but end up making you feel worse for the rest of the day or for the rest of the week. And so just think about that as well of, you know, how can you eat things that actually make you feel better, that give you energy for doing what you care about and the rest of your life and realizing that what you choose to eat has an impact on everything else and how you feel about everything else as well. And the next reminder is that you need quiet time in your life and you need time without constant stimulus or input. And that's something that 
becoming more and more difficult for us these days as it's just so common to always have your phone up or to be watching something or listening to something or just constantly be engaged in something in some way and never have a chance to just stop and sit, to think, to contemplate, whatever it may be. And with that, it's important to remember that, you know, our phones and our use of media and social media and entertainment is a drug. Um, And not to say that it's something that's always bad or anything like that, but maybe thinking about it more in terms of like caffeine, something that can be enjoyable, that can be helpful and good, but that you still have to be mindful and intentional about what it's doing to you and how much you're allowing it to control you or what effects it's having on you. And so often when we are not being intentional about it, then these things can take over and it can be kind of this addictive behavior where we just keep going back to it automatically without thinking and it kind of takes over control of you know what we're thinking about what we care about what we're focusing on and unless we slow down enough to stop and have time to think and get away from those things then it's very easy to just get caught in a rut or a cycle and not even realize it whatever it may be for you maybe it's taking some time to meditate or to read a physical book or to pray or just to journal or contemplate and think uh, it's really important to have some time in your day and in your week to slow down, to not have some sort of stimulus pouring into you, telling you what to focus on, what to think about, but to have that time just open for your mind to rest and for you to um, kind of be in control of your own thoughts and just to sit in whatever is going on in your life. So I encourage you to do that as well to take that time. And I think as you do, you'll find a lot more sense of satisfaction and contentment in that because you're not constantly being told what you need or what's wrong or comparing things, but have a chance just to sit and be and be grateful for where you're at and can really make a huge difference in how you feel just to have that little bit of time. Kind of similar to that as well, is uh, the reminder of how important and powerful prayer is. And maybe you don't have any kind of faith or you don't believe in God, and if that's the case, then you can do with this what you will. But especially if you are uh, someone with faith, if you believe in God, then it's really should only make sense that prayer is one of the most essential things we can do that if we really believe it is talking to the creator of everything and who's in control of everything, then it should be no surprise that it's going to be much more powerful than anything we can do on our own. And even more than that, if, you know, our faith is centered around this relationship with the creator of everything, then that relationship is going to be marked by how good the communication is. And so if Um, if you do have a relationship with God and you're never talking, you're never praying with him, then that's obviously going to um, reflect in your spiritual life, that it's not going to be as healthy or as vibrant as it could be, um, and that there's probably an indication that there's some things to be addressed there. And so just a reminder that 
prayer is so essential. It is so powerful and don't neglect it just because it's not glamorous or because it takes time or it can be uncomfortable, but incorporate that into your life. And the next reminder is that life is better with others, that we're meant to be in community and connection with others. And when we isolate or we're not incorporating others into our lives, then it diminishes the joy and contentment and fulfillment that we can feel when we are including others into our life as well. And this can be difficult because it does require a certain amount of vulnerability and a certain amount of humility to lay down our own ways and to sometimes have to yield or sacrifice to others in order to incorporate them. Sometimes it means asking for help or being dependent on others to do things that we ask of them. And sometimes it means having to help others when they're in need as well and having to sacrifice some of the things we have in order to help them. But if you really look at people who are really happy and content and joyful in the world, usually in pretty much every case I see, they've done a good job of fostering rich relationships in their life. And it doesn't mean that you have to be extroverted or introverted. You could be, you know, you could know a thousand people or you could know 10 people, but whatever it is, there have to be some rich relationships in there, that there have to be some close connections, some relationships that you've fostered, that you've uh, nurtured. And so that may look different in each case, and it may look different if you're an introvert or an extrovert. But no matter what, I think it's so vital to have some of those relationships in your life in order to truly experience the fullness and joy that we're meant to have to truly experience the fullness of what it means to live and to be a person. Um, You need to be in community and have others around you that are helping you do that as well. Along the same lines, the next reminder is that kindness and gentleness will almost always get farther than harshness and criticism. And I see so often when someone is defensive or comes with um, some sort of attack or is being difficult or causing frustration, our natural response is to come back and answer it in kind that if they're being difficult, we want to be difficult back. Or if they're uh, causing problems, we want to point out what they're doing wrong or make biting or sarcastic comments. Or we just put ourselves in an antagonistic position against them. And that's just the default response. But so often I've seen in those situations, anytime I've felt a reaction or a desire to be uh, harsh or uh, critical of other people or to have an antagonistic response, that that never actually leads to anything helpful for either person or party that usually it just makes the situation worse. It just breaks down the relationship, makes it more difficult to do anything in the future, and usually just leaves both sides feeling worse. Instead, when I come to those situations and I choose a route of compassion and empathy, so often it really can serve to bring redemption and restoration in that. 
that often it reveals or provides an opportunity for the other person to be honest and vulnerable about where they're at. And it may reveal that they are going through something difficult or that they just misunderstood uh, the situation in the first place or that you misunderstood the situation. And if you don't come with that humility and that kindness, that gentleness, then you may miss that and you may just make the situation worse without needing to because you weren't going in with humility and you're just making even more assumptions in order to try to feel better about yourself because usually in those situations what's happening is it's not really about either side trying to be intentionally malicious but it's usually coming out of more of insecurity and fear or just kind of a feeling of vulnerability and being uncomfortable with that. And so then when we're in that spot, we go to defensiveness and we want to protect ourselves. But unfortunately, that just results in the relationship breaking down even more and not being able to work together in a collaborative way. And so in order to get past that, one side has to be willing to be vulnerable, to be open and humble rather than going to a defensive response in order to work through that insecurity from both sides. And so not just trying to defend yourself, but being willing to bridge that gap to see where the breakdown is and try to restore that. And so often I've seen that that is just such a better response and leads to so many better results that way than trying to go to a defensive or attacking response. And the last reminder to leave you with is just that the world is beautiful. And we can forget that so often when we're in the middle of all these messages telling us about everything that's wrong, that are pointing out all the problems that need to be addressed. And we can forget some of the beauty and just the incredible nature of the things around us. It's important to keep our eyes open and to keep that sense of wonder. And maybe the best example of this is young children who we often joke about how they can be so fascinated by the simplest things where, you know, kids can be more interested in a cardboard box than the present within it, or that, you know, really young babies can be focused on just a common everyday object for 30 minutes and just so in awe of it when it's something that we don't even give a second thought to because when we really stop to think and look at the world around us and the things in the world, it's it's amazing what's really going on, but we just take it for granted because of you know the ease and the things we have to do. We don't have time to actually think about or slow down and be grateful for them. We need to take time to, you know, look at the nature and plants and things around us, or even look at the structures that we've been able to create or the technologies that we've brought together and just take time to be in wonder of that, to be grateful for it, or to think about how amazing it really is that a plant can come about from just this tiny dry seed that goes into the ground and then through a combination of nothing but water and sunlight and the nutrients in the soil that can create all these structures of a stem and leaves and flowers and fruits and these things that are so enjoyable to us to eat or to smell or to look at and how it can produce all these intricate colors and designs 
all coming from just this seed and some water and some sunlight. And think about things like that of, you know, pay attention to the actual world around you and remember how beautiful the world is in many ways and how beautiful the people around you are. If you really look at and see the whole picture of what's going on and just the complexity and incredible nature of all the different parts of it. And really, as we do that, as we foster that sense of curiosity and wonder and gratitude, it improves so much of our life and can help cut through a lot of that depression or anxiety or many of the things that we often deal with as we get so caught up in the day-to-day and forget about what really matters or forget about the beauty that's already around us as we kind of get caught in the cycle of discontentment. So that's all I have. I hope that some of these things were helpful reminders for you or that maybe you can incorporate aspects of this into your life to feel better, to feel healthier, to feel more content, um, and just to live a better life overall. And so I'm excited for all of you and hope that you all have a great week and life as you practice and journey through all of these things as well. And with that, I'll see you next time.